Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Big Doug Podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, we're slightly overwhelmed with how many people have been listening to the Big Doug Podcast. We uh, didn't expect it to take off as much as it has done. So thank you, firstly, for listening. Obviously, we're creating content that you guys are enjoying. Today, we've got um, a really nice one for you. It kind of ties up marketing and advertising. Um, we've got Ollie, Oliver Hill, uh, from Media Space. So Ollie buys our media for us. So. You've probably seen our newspaper adverts and our billboards and our digital presence. So Ollie helps facilitate all of that. So Ollie is going to kind of come on and talk to you guys about how, if you haven't done any kind of advertising outside of social um, or or Google, what you could do and and how much that would cost. So um, we are going to hand over to Ollie. So Ollie, could you just tell everybody kind of what you do? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, my name is Ollie Hill. I work for a, a media agency called Media Space. We're based down in Bath. Um, my background is predominantly media planning and buying. So in a nutshell, essentially what that is, is taking clients' marketing budgets, uh, identifying key target audiences, uh, also insights in those audiences, and fundamentally planning the best media channels to impact those audiences, and obviously the most uh, optimized way. So just making sure that you know, those budgets are spent in the right way, they're spent in the correct way, and it's targeted as opposed to kind of a shotgun approach. Um, so my background is uh, been working in the industry for about 12 years. I've worked on uh, sort of high street brands such as like Boots, McDonald's, and Citroen to name a few. Um, so yeah, I've seen a fair bit, a few different sorts of clients, different ways of workings, uh, different uh, sort of media strategies, different commercial objectives. So. Uh, that's me in a nutshell. So in layman's terms, Ollie, um, describe what it is that you buy. So traditionally I buy, well, it's your, your above the line media channels. So it's your national press, radio, TV, uh, bits of digital, um, out, out of home, that sort of thing. So it's the, it's the kind of real big impact media pieces that you normally see. Um, it's the sort of stuff that you tend to associate more with I guess larger high street brands, but actually, you know, there's a, a huge amount or a very large market for, you know, for clients you don't necessarily see uh, towards the uh, the front of the books and newspapers and things like that and classified as well. So it's that real impact media pieces, the more traditional channels outside of kind of social PPC, SEO, that's kind of what we focus on really. So obviously most people will probably know what newspaper adverts are and TV advertising is. So when you say out of home, what does what, what's out of home? Yeah, out of home. So out of home is uh, out of home. So that's what we call billboards and posters, your bus stops, um, back of buses, side of taxis. That's uh, anything that is out of home. So it's a very sort of Ron Seal term for it. And anything that's uh, digital is called digital out of home or duh. Um, but essentially that's, uh, yeah, like we say, those are sort of the real big impact pieces you see, you know, whether that's in key junctions on roads or when you're waiting for the bus. And I'm sure you're probably familiar with some of the media owners there. You probably always wonder what JC Deco means on the side of a bus stop. That's one of the media owners there. So that's the sort of stuff we talk about when we speak about out of home. Okay. So let's just say that somebody listening doesn't do any of this mm. and they want to start exploring their marketing budget and exploring marketing. Um, what would you suggest to start with it all really depends what you're trying to actually achieve from your advertising and I think um, a lot of people sort of hair off into the distance without really having that focus so you know first and foremost you need to really understand 
who it is you're targeting. That's so, so important. There's there's no point in doing anything else until you've basically gone, this is who we're targeting, this is why we're targeting, this is what this person looks like, this is what they feel, this is their sort of attitudes. You know, you can do the best media plan, the best bought media plan, but until you understand that, there's no point in doing it because it's ultimately the thing that stems for everything else because that is always going to dictate on which channels you go to when you're actually planning those media channels. So, you know, if you don't know your audience, then you don't know where to find them. And that's fundamentally what good solid media planning is about. So I think my advice to anyone is first and foremost, understand who you're targeting. The second thing is just making sure you know exactly what it is you want to achieve from your media advertising. Are you trying to basically grow brand awareness, brand saliency or or cut through? Are you trying to sell something off the page? Are you trying to generate specific ROI target? It could just be something that you want to do so you're generating a little bit of buzz about a new product or a new launch or whatever. It could be something where you're trying to maintain top of mind awareness where you're basically planning consistently to make sure you're constantly in that sort of public domain and public eye. So, you know, you, you need to get those sort of fundamentals sort of done first before you ever really start thinking about picking up a phone and chatting to a media owner because without that, you can't really facilitate what your media plan looks like. And I'm assuming if somebody did want to do this and they didn't have a clue, they could still pick up the phone to you and have a chat and get some guide on what they needed to do, what they wanted to do. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, the sort of impact media in the normal channel seems something that's very kind of unobtainable, but it, it's not. I mean, you can you can frame up a media owner, you can frame up a newspaper, and you can frame up a digital media owner and actually buy it. Um, obviously, the reason why you'd normally employ an agency, for example, is because we do all that work for you. Uh, and actually, as you'd assume that having an actual media buyer means you're able to obviously leverage those uh, different advantages you get from obviously being a media agency. There's obviously a discount involved with it, but fundamentally, you know, if you're a marketing person, your job is to do your marketing. You know, your job isn't to be constantly bombarded by phone calls and chatting to media owners and, and even just understanding a few of the nuances of media buying. You know, there's there's elements such as you could be buying a short term market, which could be, you know, where you get to the end of the month and for whatever reason, media inventory hasn't been sold and te- you tend to find stuff goes a little bit cheaper. But, you know, you don't really get that from just ringing up the phone once. You tend to get that from constant dialogue conversation with the media is etc etc but yeah it's a lot more accessible than it seems and it's definitely something you shouldn't shy away from should you want to do it because you have to remember their businesses at the end of the day you know there's still very much a huge demand for obviously advertisers and particularly a large especially newspapers you know a large amount of their income is generated from advertising revenue so you know because you're not a a boots or a mcdonald's or whatever you're never going to get shunned away or turned away because at the end of the day you want to spend some money with them but you know, that, that's that's part of what we do. We take out that sort of hassle and that sort of fuss, and it's our job to make sure we're constantly having that dialogue. Um, and more importantly, it's about selling your money to the market. So I think, um, you know, a, a lot of, I'm not saying all, but some sort of media buying is just done with, okay, well, what can we spend? But actually the conversation we always try to have is, well, look, how can we actually sell your money to the market? So, you know, it's not a case of, I want to buy this. It's a case of, this is what I have to spend. What are you going to do to a give me a better advantage than my competitors or on behalf of my client? And what are you going to to, uh, to do to ensure I actually spend this money with you? So that's kind of sort of the basics of media buying. Um, sure. I think what's really interesting as well from people listening is dispelling the myth of how expensive it is, because I think people have a preconceived idea. For instance, with a billboard that billboards are really, really expensive because they're really, really big. 
No, I mean, it is. I mean, that's the, that's funny. It's the perception you sort of want to get, isn't it, from um, an impact media like a billboard. It, it looks big, it's pretty brash, it's a showpiece, and that's that's the perception you want from it. But actually, you know, it's relatively accessible. You know, you can buy, you know, what we call a 48 sheet, which is, you know, that sort of large billboard piece traditionally you see on roundabouts at Junction, you know, for as little as sort of 500 pounds. You know, it, it, it obviously varies by what location you go to, but actually... And how long does that 500 pounds normally get you? It's usually done in two-week sort of blocks. They do what's called an in-charge date, which is basically a two-week block, which goes out throughout the course of the year. Um, it's done that way just to basically align all the poster slots. You haven't got a guy or, or a lady in a van every single two weeks or every single day trying to put up a new piece of copy, but it's just done that way but you know I mean obviously the most I guess accessible in terms of cost is probably social media uh, and PPC but in terms of the impact media you know billboard stuff isn't actually that expensive um, you know when you get to things like national press depending on where you're on the book because there's sort of two sides to it there's your display advertising which is where you have the front of the book that's kind of all the key news stories that's all the main editorial um, you know, there's a premium on that ultimately because that's generally speaking the the first part of the newspaper that people are going to read. It's obviously the people uh, the the part that people will actually turn to first. Uh, and then you obviously got classified sections, which are towards the back, which is where you tend to find all the mail order stuff. And really, like for a classified uh, advert, if you're looking at the Daily Mail, it's at 1.8 million copies. You know, you can access that as cheaply as maybe a thousand pounds or something for a, for a decent size advert. I mean, it, it obviously varies by what sort of size you do. Um, you know, whether you, you're going on a specific day or week and all that sort of stuff. But you know, really, it's a lot more accessible than people would feel. Um, but certainly, again. It's just about tying up that media spend and making sure that when you do choose a media channel, it's actually aligning with what you want it to actually do. So there's no point spending a huge amount of money in something which is just going to deliver relatively flat results or untargeted results because you're going for a shotgun approach. You know, you need to, I'm saying again, it all kind of comes back to that point of targeting and understanding where your audience is in the first place. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, in terms of capital cost, I, I don't think... I don't think it ostracizes many uh, many sort of businesses. It's just about choosing which one works for you and um, and understanding. Okay, we're going to put this amount of budget towards it. What 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 do we want it to do? What do we want it to achieve? Um, and making sure that ultimately it makes sense at the time. So it, you know, it's horses for courses, really. Sure. So, so how about I give you kind of a, a scenario whereby you've got say a local business. We're obviously in Gloucester. You've got a local Gloucester business. They've got two and a half thousand pounds to spend and they want to really make a big shout about their business next month. What would you, <laughs> what advice could you give on what they could do with, with you or with another media owner? It's a tough one. Um, it depends what they're trying to do. So it's just about building brand awareness, which is- Yeah, like, let's go on brand awareness. Okay. They just want to get their they business just wanna, out there. Yeah, they want to do a big shout out and they want to do a bit of brand awareness. So, you know, I think first and foremost, definitely social. You know, you, 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 that's that's just nice and easy to manage. Social works so well because it's relatively cheap, but also you kind of got that direct interaction with your consumer group, and it's something you can actually manage uh, manage properly. Um, and to be honest, that's the sort of thing I'd probably start with at the very low end of the capital cost. But certainly, I mean, yeah, billboards. You know, you could you start buying bus stops. You could start um, maybe doing a larger 48 sheet format if you needed to. But you know, again, that, that, that buys you maybe a nice little campaign with both social media and, and billboards. Um, regional press tends to be a little bit more expensive, but it depends, you know, what sort of publication you go for. But I mean, you know, in terms of impact media, 
you know, probably out of home is quite a good option. Um, you know, if you're just trying to do it for two weeks with a load of social, then you've kind of got two media channels there. Um, but again, it all boils down to the target audience. You know, if your target audience isn't on social, then there's no point in doing it. Um, you know, if you're just going for a wider piece where you just want to make sure as many people see a specific offer or name, then, you know, kind of out of home works. But so again, it all boils down to what it is you're actually trying to do and who it is you're trying to speak to. So yeah, I mean that's probably what I'd say is a small campaign for a, for two and a half grand. But uh, yeah, don't quote me on that. <laughs> yeah, of course, okay. well, I guess it comes down to you know people have got you know I think there are people out there that want to put money into it, but they just don't know where to. So from kind of what you've discussed, it's there are people like yourselves out there that can help support and advise and implement these marketing strategies to make a big impact on someone's brand. Yeah, I, I think, um, again, it, it, I sort of keep harking back to this. It's all about the insight of the target audience because you can then start to map kind of that consumer journey. You know, for example, uh, you take National Press, for example, um, it's known as what we call an agenda setter. It obviously has um, you know, the daily news. They produce content daily. Um, there's obviously a variety of different newspapers out there, each with a slightly different political slant, you know, and it appeals to a certain group of people. You know, if you look at maybe something like the Daily Mail, that's kind of 55 plus, Middle England, that sort of thing, and you can go all the way down to like maybe The Sun, which is a little bit more uh, down market, slightly younger. You've got The Guardian, which can be a little bit more sort of studenty focused, obviously a bit more left wing bias in the political spectrum. You know, there's a variety of different options you've already got in the national press, and likewise, you know, if your audience isn't using national press, they could simply be consuming social media. In that case, you need to think about, okay, well, when can I hit these people? You know, should I be doing mobile adverts in the morning when they're checking news or when they're just logging into Facebook or Instagram, whatever it may be? What are they doing at lunch? You know, the sort of habitual thing for people to do at lunch is probably, if they're having a sandwich at their desk, logging on to the, it could be the Mail Online, it could be you know, the Times, it could be, you know, uh, another specific site they're looking on for a bit of gossip or, you know, catching up on what's on TV or what's happening with the soaps and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and then, you know, thinking about what happens after the commute back. I mean, you know, obviously London has a very huge coverage in terms of the commuter market, you know, so you could be going for the evening standard newspaper. So, you know, in that sense, understanding where your target audience is at a given point in time allows you to actually mirror that consumer journey and just leads to more what we call implementational media planning. So just really thinking about, where are these people going to be at a certain time and how can I hit them? And actually just ensuring that you've kind of got a nice path that actually mirrors what people are actually doing. You know, there's no point in saying, okay, well, I'm targeting 25 to 35 year olds um, who predominantly spend a load of time on social media and then doing an advert in a national press publication because chances are you're probably putting a huge amount of money into not hitting the right audience and all you're doing is simply buying wastage. So, you know, it's... um. It's never sort of one size fits all. I think that's the important thing with media. It's always very dynamic and it's always constantly changing as well. But, um, you know, you always have to think about who it is you're trying to buy for, where you want to hit them, and obviously how you mirror that across the consumer journey. Yeah, absolutely. Fab. So if people are interested in finding you and getting some advice or some help or even taking up your services how do they get in touch Ollie? Well absolutely I mean uh, we're just www.mediaspaceadvertising.co.uk but I mean you know part of our whole uh, sort of I guess raison d'etre is um, we obviously focus on just seeing how you can spend your money slightly differently you know there's a lot of 
there's a lot of sort of mystique about how your marketing budgets are kind of spent, but actually sometimes even just the smallest tweaks are enough to basically optimize your, your plan a bit better. And that could be something as saying like, okay, we spent 5K in this particular media channel, but actually if we offset a small amount into a different media channel, we're actually reaching more people. You know, I think, um, so I'm sort of warbling on a bit, but um, you know, the advent of, uh, of obviously technological um, sort of media buying, you know, what we call programmatic, um, is great. It really helps with optimization, but you know, it all boils down to having sound media planning and actually really thinking about who you're trying to target. But you know, for us, yeah, we're, we're happy to chat to anyone really because um, you know, we're not, a, we're not a pushy media agency or anything like that. We're just happy to sort of share a few ideas, share a few ideas. Um, just review it, just think about how we could do something slightly differently. And, and normally, you know, it's not necessarily like sweeping changes that need to be made. It can be small little step changes or bolt-ons to what you're currently doing and just having a, a slightly fresher thought about it. Because I think, you know, sometimes people panic when they see their advertising isn't working. Um, you know, sometimes it may not be working. It's just categorically wrong. You need to have a re rehash about it. And it could be that, you know, the target audience is completely wrong from what we've been briefed. Or it could be that actually what your Google Analytics data says about people coming through onto your website is completely different from the media channels you're buying. So, you know, it's just about that join up thinking is really what we sort of espouse. It's that join up thinking, what's actually happening. You know, there's a, there's a, a big disconnect between who you think you should buy versus who actually is actually buying your product. So that's kind of where we come in. That's what we specialize in. And uh, absolutely, everyone wants to have a chat with us, more happy to go through and review what they're currently doing and uh, give a few thoughts. Amazing. Well, thank you again for listening. I hope you guys found that really insightful and useful. Um, we obviously have many chats and meetings with Ollie, and he is helping us massively with what we're doing here at Big Doug, as you can probably see. So he's definitely the man to go to. Um, and until next time, thank you for listening.